In 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums as decided by Rolling Stone magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. We are all the way up to album 160. And from 1991, it's this little band called Pearl Jam. With their debut album, 10. I got to say, guys, it feels more like 1256 to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just, uh, maybe it's just, okay. It's very late. This is our second episode. Let's, uh, let's get right into uh, the radio. Let's turn on the radio and see what's going on. Hey, Man, were these guys on the radio or what? What's up, everybody? Welcome to K-Rob. K-R-O-B. You know, I just want one person, one time, to ask me one question. Hey, Rob, what's the weather like up there? Oh, man, you're so tall. Oh, yeah. Mind blown. I've insisted that I've always been the tallest guy on this Zoom. I see Russell. I have to look up at him. That's where my trouble began. Then I'm having doubts and I ask others about it. Maybe Russell was on higher ground. They say he's above a half a head. I can't deny. I have to say that I was wrong. Cause Russ is taller than I am. I always thought that he maxed out at like 5'10. But Russ is taller. Got me thinking. Does this mean that he also's got a bigger wang? He's lucky. When you want to hear about from Big Hang and Wang. Of all time. <laughs> no. I, Rob, I actually thought we'd have a few more verses about how Matt and Aaron might be taller than you, too. Yeah. <laughs> I swear I thought, to God. I thought we might that. actually have a song that's on this album. Yeah. <laughs> well, man. Matt was mad because I didn't pick a song on the album. Do you guys want me to read the other options I had for parody songs? I just there, wrote down a like bunch a of four, ideas. There's four hits you could have picked from. I was going to do, is Bryce still alive? Oh, <laughs> and then play a bunch of clips of him being drunk. I heard Bryce is still alive. Yeah. I just got a video from him. He was at Lauren Hill tonight. At the at the casino. I wanted to hey, go. Hey, by the way, yeah, uh, I mean, Matt, can we talk Matt, about that? Matt ripped the like, casino, and I felt bad if I would have gone. I mean, can, can, could it, it can't be that great, right? I mean, seeing Lauren Hill at a casino. I wouldn't was, think so. Was the video uh, any good? I haven't watched it yet. I'm with you guys. Okay. I haven't watched it yet. I'll let you know when we're yeah. done. Can't wait you guys. to see her again. We'll just refuse to go see her at a casino or yeah, feels right. like that. Hey, can I ask you guys a, a personal question? So if you had a co-tenant uh, that maybe did want to go see Lauren Hill and <laughs> you had to find reasons that you that you uh, couldn't go because really you just knew you had to record this podcast, oh. what would be an acceptable fib to tell <laughs> about not being able to go to the casino? Explosive. You refuse to see an American treasure like Lauren Hill at a fucking casino. There we I go. Mean, that's got it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's yeah. On, on principle. There Man, you go, if you Matt. could write that down and notarize it and send it over by tomorrow morning, <laughs> I'd appreciate good. it. 
I I would just say I'm in charge. I make the decisions. Okay. You want to know the, the other the, the other big mistake I've made recently is I noted oh, that Russell. I'm just going to say this: you never have to preface it. <laughs> we always want to hear the biggest mistake that you just made. We cannot get enough of this. So after I mentioned that Lauren Hill was be playing at the casino and that, oh, fortunately we can't go because there's things going on. But it's really it's this mm-hmm. podcast, which is not a good excuse. A music podcast. I also noted that um, you know we'd been talking on text and I saw that Lauren Hill and the Fugees were going to be coming to Minneapolis. And so my, my, my co-tenant started looking up the, the list of all the shows and it turns out, no, I misinterpreted. You guys were saying they were going to be in Oakland. They're not going to be in Minneapolis. Is that right. correct? I think that, that is correct. That's true. Yeah. Well, let's just say that was a mistake by the Russ man again <laughs> yesterday too. Wow. Yeah. It seems like the Fugees are joining for a, like, I don't know, 20 dates. Yeah. Is about, there, but is yeah. there 20 dates and they're joining for 10 or something like that? Uh, we Russell? Don't, Russell, we don't have like, we don't have a lot of room for guests, but we do have a pretty decent guest set up. So if you want to bring her to Oakland, we can, you can stay with oh. us. We can, oh we, my we can God. hook it up. Oh, please. <laughs> Russell, if you want to do that, we'll pay for the state. Okay, we'll fly you out there. Beck did it better. We've been selling a couple shirts, okay? I think we have enough money to fly you guys out there. I'll mention this right now. As you know, last week we talked about my roommate, my co-tenant's questions for you guys. One of the questions was going to be, we may be planning a trip to the Bay Area, potentially the Napa yeah. area, Bay wine country. Area. What do you do if you're visiting the Bay Area, Aaron? We'll get to it before we even do intros. Oh, you well, yes, you do. You you do Napa and Sonoma. You go to you yeah. go to Bouchain, which I still haven't been. Our our good buddy is in charge there, Bouchain. So you got to do that. You go to San Francisco. You do Golden Gate Park. You go to the ocean. You, we did Alcatraz with some friends who were here. I was really stoked about it. And then actually I was like a little bit less stoked once we went out there, but, but it's still Alcatraz is pretty cool. You know, you know, I honestly, Russ, you know what I would do, if, what I would hope to do if I went out to Napa? What's that? Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> so romantic, <laughs> you know? What? Russell, I can vouch for the uh, hop on, hop, hop on, hop off bus hey, in San Francisco. That's after the. Oh, Great God. option. What is it? What is the pier? Pier thirty nine. Pier thirty nine. That's where all the seals are yeah. at, right? Mm-hmm. I love walk. So I do love to think of Russell coming home and being like, "Hey, honey, I'm home. Turn off that goddamn TV." Listen, I made a mistake. They are not coming to Minneapolis. <laughs> no, to be fair, Rob, it's usually <laughs> turn off that goddamn TV. I need to sit here in silence yeah. Yeah. for a while. Excuse me. It's time for Russ to read his Hulk Hogan magazine, <laughs> not to watch TV. <laughs> There has been discussion about whether the Hulk Hogan magazine can sit in the front of the like little entertainment, like where the TV stand is, like right in the front where it is prominently displayed for anyone who comes over to see. <laughs> that's all. Oh. I mean, it's the true oh, stories. Aaron what are you supposed goes, to do oh. with it? I thought you were going to say it was prominently displayed in the front of your car and that she had to sit in the back. And you're like, no, no, the front is where the Hulk Hogan magazine goes. Park at the Bison Paddock at Golden Gate Park. Yep. We walk through Russ, the park. Stop you there. Russ is not going to do that. Just stop walk, right there. Walk through the park to the bookstore and the fish taco place. We get some fish tacos. We go go get some books at the bookstore. We get some cookies at the coffee shop. Then we walk out to the ocean, hang out by the ocean, and then someone walks back to get the car to come pick us up at the ocean. That's so we'll we'll happily take you on that little roundabout tour if if you want to come. Do you have out any here. cake by the ocean? Oh, usually cookies. Oh, usually yes, just cookies. Man. Maybe we bring a beer, yes. but. Matt, yes. <laughs> what's the what's the street? Is it Lombard Street? Is it the big hill that goes that's up the and then it winds yeah. down. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool to see. Right, winning isn't everything; it's the only thing. That's what Lombard Street taught me. Top of the mark, go up there and get some. If you're not five minutes early or late. 
Can I can I say this too? And I'm gonna I want to edit this in uh, uh, earlier. So uh, Russell, can you ask me uh, how many times is uh, Lauren Hill coming to Minneapolis? Hey Rob, how many times is Lauren Hill One coming time. to Minneapolis? One time. Oh, I screwed it up. <laughs> Shit, I screwed up my joke. That's that my bad. Darn hey Rob, so. Rob, could you um, just uh, tell us what your name is quick here? Uh, it Rob. doesn't matter what your name <laughs> is, Rob. <laughs> okay, let's set the timer. When is when is Russell going to get that? Can you quiet down text? I cannot <laughs> wait for that one. So that's coming very shortly. Uh, so I've got hey, four guys, hey, but here. it's all good. Cause I've just convinced her we're going to do a hop on hop off tour. We're good. <laughs> that feels like a regular Saturday night for you. Yeah. That is one thing I've convinced the co-tenant we are doing in San Fran. What a great way to get around a big city with like cheap awesome. transportation. Yeah. I, rec- I, I, recommend. I, I completely just poo-pooed those things. And I actually went and visited Rob. That was the first time I was ever on a hop-on, hop-off so bus. And it was great. So good. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Sit up there and watch. Yeah. I've done it before when I visited Aaron once. Then he it's came true. and took me to the Comstock Saloon. It was fantastic. You can okay. still go to the Comstock Saloon. It's not a bad idea. I'm so sorry to do this, but I have another joke to edit in. And this is going to be about the wine <laughs> stuff. I would mix a... I would say, oh, I love to mix the red and the white. Because when I'm in wine country, I love the pink. <laughs> <laughs> That is a funny joke. You know what's also pretty funny to see is all of the driverless cabs around there, Rosie. Like, we don't have those. Oh, yeah. You know, and so seeing all of them, it's, the it's cabs, wild. Yeah, those are it's cool. crazy to see them driving around. Right. The pink real? is great. See, Aaron likes mixing the wines. The pink right, is great. Right. I mean, so good. I mostly just drink rosé as is, and, but you can make your own if you need. If I go to wine country, I'm going to slam so much... Um, Barringer White Zinfandel, it won't even, it, you guys, it will rock your world. Rosie, I don't think I told you. When I went, to, we went to a vineyard and I, I I think I insulted, they're talking about their blend. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, you kind of just take everything and put it together and make a blend. And they're oh. like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, we think about these things and, you know, what we put it's in and things. It's not just throwing so, things into a vat. It was very insulting. Very insulting. I've got four guys here who it's late enough where they barely feel alive. Okay, I've got Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing? Uh, good, Rob. I'll ride the wave where this fucking podcast takes me. Ooh. Let's talk about Pearl Jam. <laughs> I've got Russell in Minnesota. Russell, how are you doing tonight? Rob, have I got a little story for you. When you were sitting home alone at age 13, your daddy was doing stuff with that disco ball in the background. Ooh. I'm glad you didn't see him, but I'm happy that we talk about it. <laughs> oh, oh, those disco balls are still alive. Oh, no. <laughs> this is an all-timer. <laughs> I, that was my attempt at alive and disco balls. I would just say... The less we can talk about my dad's balls on this podcast, <laughs> I think the better. <laughs> Feeling very uncomfortable with this topic. That's one opinion, Rob. Listen, I've also got out in another song, not on the album, Better Man. Also, <laughs> also out in California, uh, out in wine country. He, uh, it's, it's Aaron, and Aaron was telling us he only gets sick on work days because he's he's got a weekend immune system. Yeah. A weekend right. I can remember when you gnashed your teeth and bit the recess lady's breast. How could I forget? Let's talk about Pearl oh. Jam. Oh. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh, Miss Donna, no, I'm sorry. Uh, then she hit me with a surprise <laughs> lift. 
Dude, my jaw left hurt. <laughs> Next time I meet up with Matt for like to watch a game, I'm going to have all these like inside like Pearl Jam quote jokes and he's going to love me. He's going to think I'm the best. <laughs> awesome. That was a great me- line, Aaron. Us on the back line, 802-277-2325. And the concluding part of our trilogy. Hey, this is uh, Russ's friend. He's the most super awesomest dude in the history of the world. He took us out to a super fun game of the Twins game. Now he's got us up on the super trendy North Loop. We're drinking espresso martinis. There's no wine. There's no wine. No wine here. Uh, so this, well, this uh, is the yeah, end. This we is what we were waiting for. It was just a, a general comment on the size of Russell's large cock. I knew it. I fucking I knew it. I mad on his uh, ability to get more vocal in the podcast. Other than that, bye. Yeah. All right. So uh, that I is. I don't even know what that was. That, I think, was the conclusion of your twins game where you oh. did not sit in your seat and were at the bar and then apparently later went out to different bars. That seemed to be what it sounded like. And I did mention your cock size in the song. So don't forget, I was also annoying about the, the, the color of the dirt in the infield. <laughs> that was last week. That we're not, I swear to God, guys, we cannot talk about the dirt any fucking no, more. We already brought it up twice. We're not a dirt podcast. Oh, okay. Don't make me say overpositor because I'll absolutely do it. Uh, <laughs> Russell, what's what's your strategy going out with friends? I got problems because people come see me in New York. I only go to like two places. Are you like, let's go get a drink here, drink here? What are we hitting up? Two, three places? What are we doing? I'm not a big bounce around guy. Part of the reason is I'm not a lot. I don't want to wait in lines. I refuse to go to a spot where I've got to wait in a line. I just want to go somewhere where you can go in, get an easy drink. People don't have to wait in lines. They don't have to be crammed into a small room. I just want people to have fun, be mm-hmm. relaxed. They can get a drink if they want to. If they want to get something to eat, they can do that. I want people to have autonomy at a bar where they can do what they want. They can get something to eat. They can get something to drink. They're not crammed into a small room. That's my theory. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like the sweet spot. Like If you find a place that's cool, where the drinks are good, the price is right and people can sit down and enjoy themselves or stand up if they prefer like and and there's not a lot of waiting around then you've really found the right spot i got to push back guys i think variety is the spice of life you hit one bar don't open the tab keep it closed get a drink move on to the next one obviously you guys can just walk place to place and you know that you don't have to drive home cuz you're taking the subway it's that simple uh, it's easy Rob, for you i get it Rob, um, if you ever have to explain to someone that variety is the spice of life and you have oh. to wear a condom afterwards, <laughs> is that a problem or not? Afterwards? <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> After the conversation about variety being the spice of life. I think, okay, guys, let's... Rosie had that turned around. Just <laughs> can, we, can, we tr- can we try this right now? No. Yeah. All of us yeah. should next time we're going to... Make love. I looked over both shoulders, but I realized that's a visual joke. Visit the mummy in the in the coffin. Right? After, yeah. After we're gonna go grave robin. Put it in the sarcophagus. Okay. Okay. We're gonna do it sphinx style. Don't Robin's get me started. Proud sphinx of himself style. right now. Yeah. That's where you have sex with a guy named Leon.
That's the, big, that's the big style. Oh. Uh, now, here's the deal. There's nobody who understands that joke. There's no one who listens who gets that. <laughs> Look it up. No, nobody. <laughs> it's in RoboCop 2. Here's the thing. Let's all wear condoms next time yeah. and see if they say anything. Maybe About they the won't podcast? say anything. Let's... Just like wear one for the podcast? You got lost in the sauce, Aaron. We're, I'm talking about next time we make love to our significant other, we should all wear condoms and just see we if they should, say anything. Would that be a funny gag? Fuck it. Let's do that on the podcast, too. Let's just... Aaron, you want me to put on a condom in front of you? <laughs> do you know, I, that was the worst part with the first time I bought condoms. I was like, well, listen, we're going to do what all guys do when they first buy a condom. We're going to go home. We're going to put it on and we're going to jerk off into it. Just see what's going on. Right. Like I think 100% of guys did that. 100%. It's like, I got to make sure this works. Am I squeezing the tip? We all know that tip, the reservoir tip, you got to squeeze it closed. Right. Number one, one of the worst times to get busted. If you were to get busted doing that is when you're wearing a condom. Cause like your parents come in and go, what are you doing? Oh, huh? Like it's just, it's like a roller coaster. They're like, what? He was, but he was wearing, huh? What? Someone, like, someone talk to this kid. Yeah. Is there, is there an invisible person in here that I don't know about? Like, that's what you'd have to tell him. I was having sex with an invisible woman. That's why it looked like I was jerking off wearing a condom. You guys get that bit? No? Okay. I mean, or Well, it went on for a while. But the problem was, is that when I bought them, they were so expensive <laughs> that I was like, am I really going to waste one just with myself? Like these, I, were you shocked at the price of condoms when you bought them? Rob, especially what? the price, price, <laughs> like for the size, why do they got to be so big? Right. <laughs> <laughs> why? Russell's like, Hey, be just fine. Hey, can yeah. I save some money? <laughs> can I cut these in half? a smaller section, right? <laughs> yeah. The ones that have a goodwill, they're not that great at all. I'll just say hey, that right now. Excuse me, sir, at the, at the Walgreens, <laughs> could you come back here? There's got to be a smaller section for other people, right? <laughs> it's, 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 it's time to see what everybody's up to. It's time for... That voicemail encouraged us to be nasty. No more. Hey, from now on, guys, can I just tell you this right now? Clean episode. You're on out. Okay. Promise. Clean as a whistle. All right. Rosie, rolling going. How's it going with you? Hey, it's going all right. I got one. Uh, I don't like to deal in regret, but I did. Uh, I got one regret. I was in Minnesota briefly over the Labor Day weekend, and I did not make it over to see Russell because I was out on the lake. And you know how it gets, you know, lake time, how it happens. Like I thought mm-hmm. maybe we're going to leave by seven, maybe we're going to leave 630, but no, we we're out on the lake catching the very last. Rays of sunshine on the lake, uh, and we didn't come off the lake till after eight fifteen, and so I didn't. I didn't get to see Russell in Minnesota. So next time, hopefully. Um, but uh, I did. I tried some wake surfing. Have you guys done wake surfing? Yeah, where you get on the surfboard behind the boat while it makes waves that destroy the environment of the lake. Yeah, I've heard that it's. Yeah, I, I, that's funny, Rob. You mentioned that. I mentioned this to a, a colleague of mine. He was like, "Oh yeah, that's actually outlawed here in a lot of places in uh, Oregon." I was like, "Cool, oh great, I'm really glad yeah. that I did that." Aaron's like, Aaron's like, oh, let's drive by the tire fire while I'm wake surfing. <laughs> but unfortunately, I was not able to let go of the rope and still stay up on the waves. So that was kind of unfortunate. Uh, I drove to Iowa on Monday because it was my dad's birthday. So I did a quick uh, dip down and back, uh, three hours down, hang out for three hours, three hours back. So wait, 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 wait. You, you, you did a longer drive than the amount of time you were there for. It's true. Yeah, that's how it went. Man, that's how that it is went. commitment, Aaron. I'm yeah. impressed. The family was getting together, and I was like, it's like it's it's like you're that close, 
and I live in California. I'm not very yeah. often that close. So it was like, yeah. And you guys, it turns out, so it was, it was like too long of a day to bring, to bring my son. So I drove by myself. Turns out driving by yourself, not bad, not a bad way to spend a few hours. Yeah. That's why chauffeurs always look so happy. You yeah. can, they can just put up that window and be like, I don't fuck that mess back there. Did just some, me and my Hulk Hogan magazine up front. Right. Did some podcasts on the way down. Aaron probably told his family, I got to drive to Norman, Oklahoma and back. Today. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be gone for 24 hours. I've driven to Norman, Oklahoma from, from Des Moines. Matt, you had a, you had a thought. No, I, I was <laughs> just agreeing. agreeing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah, but no, I mean, Wallace was up up in Minnesota with his Minnesota cousins, so it wasn't like he was like left out. He was happy where he Aaron, was. They were Aaron, in the, Aaron, the backyard. Aaron, Aaron. It was all good. We we know you're a great dad. You can ditch your kids and drive in a fast car. Okay, get away. Okay, we're gonna you're gonna make a decision. Maybe. God, I gotta learn you know, the lyrics to that song. You know, I can't do it out of here. <laughs> I Aaron, lost here's the thread almost immediately. Aaron, I got a question for you. On yeah. this drive down, you got to probably, I bet you stop at a gas station and you get something, you get, you get a drink or you get a, you get a piece of, oh, you yeah. know, salt and pepper cashews or something oh, at the gas Russell, station that you, you would know. never get you if, your, if your family was in that car. What did oh, you, you know, Russell? I cannot wait to hear what weird thing Aaron is about what to say. I cannot that even you imagine. Have done if your family was with you. I stopped at, yeah, I stopped in Clear Lake. And usually I would, when you pull off the freeway at Clear Lake, yes. exit 194 in Iowa, you would yes. take a right and go to the Casey's. And if you go to Casey's, maybe you get a slice of pizza. Maybe you get nothing. Is the Casey's but over I, there? Or is, it, is that north or south of the come and go? The Casey's oh. is north of the come and go, oh. west of the freeway. But if you go left, go under the freeway, go east, there's a brand new Quick Star. And the Quick Star has. Have you guys been in a Quick Star recently? <laughs> no. Okay, no. Aaron, I feel like this is when my parents bought me GoBots instead of Transformers. <laughs> I feel like you going to the Quick Star, you're going to like the ripoff Quick Trip. Like the Quick Trip brother that got kicked out is like, I can make my own gas station and it's going to have better macadamia nut cookies. Yeah, but this Quick Star, man, like they got a big, like they got a big hot food section. They got a big uh, prepared sandwiches section, lots of drinks. So, um, yeah, I ended up. It was pretty tame, but what I what I purchased uh, was for a drink. I got one of I got a melon flavored uh, liquid death water. So that's yes. one of my favorites. I love the liquid death with the melon. Aaron, I was so concerned that you were going to blow this, and you didn't. <laughs> you nailed it. This is like Wadaji Nadia Komenichi. And then I got a. Um, I went over to the hot bar, and it was like they had cheeseburgers, and I was like, man, I could really. I don't know. Should I do it? Should I do the you, can, you cannot get that and then like do a two hour drive. And then I didn't. I didn't. If you're going to get that cheeseburger, you got to do like that astronaut woman did. Remember where she put on a diaper to go like kill somebody in Florida? You'd have to also be buying a diaper. That's why the diapers are right next to cheeseburgers at the gas station. They go together like peanut butter and chocolate. And then also under the heat. Which is also what it looks like in the diaper when you're done. They had bacon, egg, and cheese, or sausage, egg, and cheese breakfast sandwiches, which I feel is the best heat lamp not sandwich. A, not I feel from like the gas station, but yeah, I couldn't do it because like I, I also I had, had egg, just I had already had eggs for breakfast, so that was out. And then there was a fried chicken sandwich, which I thought like that sounds pretty good. And oh, then no, <laughs> <laughs> no, please, the this is station. like this is I feel like I'm in like this is uh, the knockoff gas station. This yeah, is the night so, before Christmas, and I feel like I'm the ghost from the future. Be like, Aaron, no, <laughs> don't eat that shit from the gas station. Aaron. So where I landed was a was a Chipotle chicken burrito. I was like, this is fine. Like, this is <laughs> from and then the I got gas another, station. 
Yeah. And, and Jesus, then, Aaron. Oh, I'm going to pass you know those, out. I'm going to pass out. You know those perfect <laughs> bars? That's what I got for dessert. I got a perfect bar for dessert. So that wasn't a big deal. So you get but, a burrito. Do you eat it? In, do you sit down at the table and eat it, or do you eat it in the car? I ate it in the car. It was like a mini burrito. It was very small. The thing was, what I didn't understand was that it was like a, it was like a school lunch burrito where like it was very much just like mush inside. Where like I couldn't because it told me it said that it was Chipotle chicken and cheese, and then it was all really just kind of mixed in together. Like it was, it could have just been put in a blender Aaron, or something. I think you have this weird idea about Mexican food <laughs> because you live apparently from the stories you tell, you live in an area that has a fish taco place about every half mile. Because every story involves like you at the post office, the one next to the fish taco place. Oh, and then I went to the lake. There's a fish taco place there. Every story is a fish taco place. Minnesota is not like that. Neither is I. No. I wouldn't get a fish taco from the quick trip. Much less I would not get a burrito from the quick star. But that's part of doing like a road trip on your own. Is when you stop in that gas station, oh, you, you do something that you would You're never a fucking ever pig. do in front of somebody else, right? Yep. It's exactly right. You know it, Russell. That's exactly what I was thinking. There's no way a human could consume a bag of Skittles this big. And then you get done with the trip, you're like, that didn't even seem like that many Skittles. Can I tell you guys a story that I didn't want to tell you guys a week ago because I was embarrassed? Yeah. Russell, again. This is a safe place. Don't let it out. When you say stuff like that, don't need to tell us. We will always say yes. Not a question. a few weeks ago, you guys were making jokes about like buying a pizza from like a Target, eating in in the car, that type of thing, being embarrassed about it. This may or may not have happened to me personally within the last two weeks. <laughs> oh, please. You were you bought a pizza from a Target? I did not. It's even worse, Aaron. Even oh. worse. Oh. Even worse. So I've got a I've got a Sunday afternoon and I'm going to meet some of our college friends for a college fantasy football draft. This is what I do with my life. I play college fantasy football mm-hmm. with other fucking sports nerds. They know all this shit about college fantasy. I don't know anything. I just show up so I don't lose my friends. That's the only reason right. I do these things. So yeah. people don't eliminate me from text chains or from the groups, right? I, I'm going to guess right now, Russell, that this would be a group of friends who would actually be very interested in how much the dirt should be watered down at the Twin Stadium. Uh, maybe a couple of them. Yeah. yeah. Some of them are really <laughs> yeah. into sports. I mean, it, it, Russell, it would be a huge mistake to get out of this league, right? And then like not be on those text chains. Yeah, miss out. And hear all about the, miss out. what's going on in the fantasy world, well, right? I, it would I've be probably a already huge been eliminated because Rob's sent out a lot of gambling chains and I'm assuming he's got side chains for everything that I'm not a part of anymore, which we've talked about what side text chains do to people, Rob, but that you do what you want to do. <laughs> I do set up some gambling side text chains. Actually. See, that's fine. <laughs> Although, you know who has the ultimate side text chain? Is Aaron and I. If you guys saw Aaron and mm. I's text, there's this is the most wholesome text chain you've ever seen in your entire life. We are just sending each other fun, loving things. Like, literally, it's right. just like videos of Al Green singing. It's, we're just, we're both so happy with it. Heart rate Aaron, data. It's, 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 basically, yeah. it's basically the complete opposite of yours and mine, Rob, where it's just like, this fucking <laughs> this guy. Fucking <laughs> Why can't he get his shit together? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> Again? You know, just, you know Aaron, Aaron and I also have a separate text chain. It's of him telling me he doesn't have time to come see me when he's oh. in Minneapolis. <laughs> wow. Mm. So anyways, so, so it's a Sunday. I'm going to this, I'm going to this college fantasy football football draft you yes. know yeah and my car tire is a little low on air russell you know what i would do yeah i'd stop at a gas station get some air and while you're there 
maybe go in and look at some snacks. Rob, just a couple things. So I go in and I've got some time to kill before I, I can't I can't go all the way back to Minneapolis. It's too far the wrong way if yeah. I'm going out to the burbs to do this fantasy football draft with these guys. Mm-hmm. So I go into the gas, I go to Bobby and Steve's of 494 in I've France. Yeah, kind of over spot. by Southdale Mall, Matt. Somewhere over there, you probably know the right direction. By the Perkins better. there, and they got the the Total Wine, and they got the, you. You know, there's a couple of office buildings. Right off the place. Place, right? The old Fuddruckers. <laughs> Remember when Fuddruckers used to be Kitty Corners? Fuddruckers is gone now. Yeah, I think Fuddruckers would have been on the is it the west side, the east side of 35, right? East side. I don't know. Somewhere over there. But so north side of 494. So I I got to make sure my air's got enough. And my tires got enough air. So I go oh. in, I fill fill up the air, free air. A great thing about a gas station yep. is to have free air. Free air? You go to a gas oh, station, you got to pay for air. That's bullshit. Yeah. It's, you know what it reminds me of? The What's movie that? Total Recall. <laughs> where they had the to pay the for the air. Cop on, guy? Pay for the air on, air on Mars. Not the RoboCop <laughs> guy. Yeah, it was this. Okay, keep going. So I Total Recall where they had that scene with the chick with three boobs. Okay, is that well, yeah, about? that is the one I'm talking about. <laughs> Okay. So I, I go, I fill up my car and I'm like, well, like there's no one else in this car. Just like Aaron, I'm going to go in and get a snack that I wouldn't get if someone yes. else was with the car with me. You did you get the bomb? Russell. You did the bomb. So, so I go in and I kind of do my typical stroll through the gas station. Yep. They have a fucking Godfather's pizza in, <laughs> they have a Godfather's pizza in the gas station. Even though yes. Aaron, you know, I am not a not food thing. guy, like nope. a restaurant guy at a gas station. Was there, so- was there sausage on it? Let me ask you that. It's on every <laughs> fucking one. I get a, a, a small little personal Godfather's pizza. Oh, no. <laughs> and a diaper. And a diaper. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, where am I supposed to eat it? They've got tables. This is one of these gas stations that no. has table. But you, no. I mean, the, hor- the horror if you're sat, you're caught by anyone you ever know sitting there and eating food from a gas station at the table outside the gas. That's worse than a KFC, right? Uh, down yes. there. This Definitely is really there. bad, Russell. So I take the Godfather's mini pizza to my car. I am yep. sitting in my car eating the little Godfather's pizza before I go to the the Buffalo Wild Wings for the draft. But oh. then you guys brought this whole thing up like two weeks ago, and I was like. I swear to God, Rob is what he's filming me. He knows exactly what I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was my really good Buffalo Wild it's, Wings and Egan down there off Yankee Doodle. Well, it's and Yankee Doodle e. 35, probably the east side of 35. 35 literally, yeah. literally, I'm just going to stop you guys. Nobody likes this bit. I have never heard one person who likes You're the fact wrong. that people You're the only one who doesn't no. like People popular hate bit. this bit. They don't like it when Rob gets mad. They like it when you listen to me talk. Sorry, Aaron, I hijacked your role of going That's to uh, tell you you guys about the sad parts of my life. That was my role of going. How's it role going with Rob? I got, here's my role and going. Okay. Matt, I happen to know that today you had a pickleball game scheduled. Okay. Because I put the date into my calendar when we did the last podcast. And I was like, I got to see how this pickleball game with the young guys went. Matt, I got to ask you one question. How was your dink? Was your dink pretty good? I was <laughs> the only one that was dinking and dunking. Oh, the only one? I can tell you that. I, so it was 22nd floor. Okay. My office, I'm on the 22nd floor. Half of it is my department. Half it's another department. Yeah. Uh, basically, there's like one lunchroom area, kind of one cafeteria type area where the analysts on my 
on my team. There's Ugh. three or four of them. They Ugh. eat lunch out there. And then these other crew comes over and they have this great time. And really, none of them really like each other, I don't think, but they, they eat lunch together. So set up pickleball game because I guess two people on the other side play pickleball and they're bragging about it. And my three analysts that I work with, they think they're like, there's no fucking way these guys are any good at pickleball, right? No way. Mm-hmm. Not good at pickleball at all. So we go over there and we get our ass kicked oh. essentially by one guy, just one guy, one 30 year old guy. But I've got a, let's see, I'm 42. We've got like a 22, 23 year olds and a 25 or 26 year old. So we should kick the shit out of them. <laughs> Sounds like my we last week all those 22 year olds. Huh, man? <laughs> we got worked. And I, let me tell you, much like, you know, yoga now, I was not the worst one yes. nice. at pickleball by far. Nice I was work. not the worst one. I told Sarah she would have been proud of me, but impressive. Yep. So nope, but it is a weird game, Rob. It is a weird game. Yeah. The dinks and the dunks and the whatever you call them. It's a absolute game changer when you finally figure that stuff out. And I've been figuring it out and getting a little better, but I got to, I got to figure out how to get on a, a regular schedule of playing pickleball. Uh, you, if you want pickleball content, just say the word pickleball around your TikTok app. There is so much pickleball content on TikTok. You're, you're assuming I've got a, TikTok app. Oh, well, if you're not on the Back to Better TikTok, you should be because I've been following some very interesting people. <laughs> what would be okay. some examples, Rob? Well, there's one woman who just films her legs from above and she claps her legs together. <laughs> <laughs> like, does it make a noise? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like like it, a thunder or lightning sound? It, it sounds like a Godfather's pizza being put in your lap, Russell. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> the worst uh, part about the Godfather's thing. Then I've got this empty pizza box. I got to get out of the car. Oh, so oh. I have to do the walk down the little hill at the like, and they've oh. they've got like these tables oh, out in this grass area. No, and I walk Russell. out and I throw the garbage thing away, just praying no one sees me. <laughs> they're gonna see you and they're gonna be like, that guy was sitting at that table eating a Godfather's pizza by himself. Even worse, he was sitting in his car next to the we've, we've talked so many times, Russell, about cults and like people who lead cults. That behavior is the opposite. If you never wanted to lead a cult, that's what you could do is eat Godfather's pizza right, outside of the bench. Behavior. You don't think I'd be a good cult leader? No, but you wouldn't get any fucking and sucking by saying, hey, let's go down to the gas station and get a Godfather pizza and sit on the bench and eat it. <laughs> I think it'd be a pretty good cult hey, what? leader. What was that, Rob? Well, I mean, it would. Of course, when you start a cult, the reason you do it, of course, is you want to hang out with people, right? You want to help their inner being get better, okay? And you want to show them with like ribbons or whatever that uh, they're part of a group. And then, of course, it's a fuck fest where everybody's fucking and sucking, okay? And especially you because you're the leader. All right. When you come home and tell them to turn the TV <laughs> off, they'll do it. Fest. Man, that reminds me of our first Fuckfest episode. Uh, Rob, oh. does it make you feel weird at all that I never wear socks anymore when we do this podcast? <laughs> now it's messed up because I think you guys, every time I ask my kids to take off my socks, oh. okay, I don't like it. <laughs> Why can't I just like nice things? Things I like. Why can't I like them? Uh, rolling going, man. How's it going with you? <laughs> Uh, good. I've got two things on my list here. It's a uh, road trip by myself and pickleball. <laughs> so, good. No, but, Matt, but Matt, I bet Matt, I bet Matt's getting a nice, he's getting like sunflower seeds and beef jerk or something. Sunflower seeds and milk duds. Ooh, sunflower seeds and milk, Ooh, milk duds. duds. Every what single the f- what do you do? Wait, how do you deal with sunflower seeds in the car? Like a soda can or uh, something? 
You, you got some, yeah. Okay. Usually you have, you got to have something. I probably get like a diet Coke or All a right. bottle of water or something too. Okay. Got it. You got to poke, you got to poke a hole in it, right? You got to take a pen and stab a hole yeah. on the side. Cause if you're blowing into the bottle, you can't just, you got to have, you got to have the air has got to go out. Otherwise outlet. they start blowing back, back at you. At you. Yeah. Oh, that's that's yeah. good to know. So, I, are you, you talking about milk duds? I was thinking of a joke. <laughs> what are you talking about now? Sunflower seeds. The seeds away. Sunflower oh, seeds. okay. It's like if you spit in the yeah. seeds in a Diet Coke bottle, it's got to have an outlet. There's got to be an outlet for the air. has got to go somewhere. It's science, Rob. Yeah, so, Maybe you should consider learning about it. Well, I got to say something that we're going to edit in uh, earlier. So here's the thing. Can you imagine if Matt was taking a long road trip to see his dentist? And he's like, oh, I just ate a bunch of milk duds and sunflower seeds. That dentist would be like, <laughs> it'd be like his Vietnam. He'd get done. He has a thousand yard stare. He's like. I saw shit in there. I don't ever want to see again. That was fucked up. <laughs> Is there anything worse than like the night before panic of going to see the dentist of like, God damn, can mm-hmm. I make up for like the last eight years of what I've just done? To, like in like an hour. Like if mm-hmm. I just floss the shit out of this, will it, will it change my results tomorrow or not? Oh yeah. And then you're like, Oh, I'm supposed to be wearing a mouth guard. That's the question now. Cause I do floss. But they're like, have you been wearing your mouth guard at night? I'm like, yes, I have. They're like, you fucking liar. Your teeth, are, your teeth are ground onto little nubs, you son of a bitch. We know you're lying to us. You're like a dental brat. <laughs> I am kind of a dental brat. I'm not going to wear my mouth guard. So here, here's the one, the one quick story that, so I drive up to our cabin, shut it down, have a great weekend. By yourself. All that stuff. Yeah, by myself. Wow, Matt, and you dirty dog, you. Sarah's cousins are up there. They help shut down, take out docks, take out the okay. boat, all that stuff. So, yeah. But on the way back, all of a sudden, one of Sarah's cousins who lives in Fargo, she's there for a family funeral then just decided to stay, hang out with her mom, and her kids are grown. And so, but she's in the bags tournament. Yeah. Weekend, mm-hmm. the Labor Day mm-hmm. weekend bags tournament. And so she doesn't want to leave early. So she goes, Matt, you're going back tomorrow. What time are you leaving? I'm like, I don't know, 10. Oh, if uh, can I if I don't go with you, I gotta leave, I gotta wait till six o'clock oh, in the boy. evening to go. Can I ride back with you? Oh man. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> you know, like, God damn. Of course it's like, yes, but you think about, you know, like you can't fart in the car when you got people. Oh, yeah. You can't just blare music. I, yeah. You, so the best thing that I did is I was halfway through a podcast, Blood Valley, Bone Valley, Bone Valley, but a guy in Florida who was wrongfully convicted and finally getting a... That was a, a tattoo idea I had when I was a sophomore in college. <laughs> yeah. But so the greatest thing was, is I'm like, oh, I got a podcast I'm listening to. And she's like, great. And so we literally said like five words to wow. each other like the entire ride. Marvelous. And so if you ever need to, have, if you ever get stuck with a partner, just... You know, put on a podcast and say, "Oh, I'm in my podcast." How much here. different would your life be if society-wise, we just all agreed it was okay to say, "I don't want to do anything with anybody right now." It's not just you; it's I want to be totally by myself right now, so we're not going to hang out, or I'm not going to go do this thing I said I was going to do because I don't, I don't, I want to be by myself. Don't you think just everyone would be happier? It's part of the reasons I might not have a co-tenant by our next episode. Oh. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe don't say it exactly the way Rob said it just now. But I think everybody kind of gets it, right? I mean, I I think you you go through this natural stage, right? Where all of a sudden you got friends and you don't you fear missing out and you gotta hang out with everybody. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you just get to you get to a point where you don't want to hang out with yeah. anybody or you want to see them like once a week Amen. or whatever. You know, and things like that. So I think it's just natural part of life that you just, I don't know. And I've tried to find ways. I think everybody tries to find ways to just have your own time and do your own damn thing without, 
you know, interference. And I'll tell you what, some things I've done is that I, sometimes I hang out with people twice as long. So I don't have to do it as often. You know what I mean? Like we just extend it <laughs> just and then like, we can actually take a break. And, then, and it's yeah. actually pretty nice. Wait, what? Ro- uh, road trips by yourself are awesome, yes. Rosie. I agree. Pickleball, it's a great game. Uh, I see why old people love it because you get good at it and you you figure it out. But uh, Russell, rolling going, how's it going? I feel like Matt kind of stole my rolling going there a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Did you do rolling going or no? Yeah, yeah. I asked Matt about his pickleball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took the cheap way out again, oh, Russell. If, I, I, if you're keeping track, that's like 142 of 160. I'm, 142 of 160. I mean, I, I I let you guys know the other day, I was like with the mom and uh, wife thing, and nobody wanted to talk to me about that. So I just said, I'm going to talk to you guys about yourself. Like, you guys don't want to talk about the things I want to talk about. I thought tonight oh. I could give you guys a preview ah. of some of the things that I have upcoming and see what you thought about these ideas for fun nights out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, Russell. The first is... First is it. Road trip by myself. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Dude. The rest man could use a road trip by himself a lot. I, I, I'm all about. I just think road trip by yourself. You can put in. You can listen to any podcast you want to listen to. It could be like a pro wrestling podcast. Yeah. Be Beck did it better. Yeah. It could be some album that no one else wants to listen to. Road trip by yourself. Like you do whatever you want during that time, right, Aaron? Matt? Yeah, I would listen. I mean, I'm, yeah, I listened to Gabe Nendez and Ascension by Coltrane and Paramore. It was Ooh. great. Zach, I'd Bryan, probably listen to this song. Drive too fast. I would probably listen to the audio version of the Hulk Hogan magazine. Hulk Hogan, I said. I said Hulk Hogan. Shit. So one of the events I'm going to soon, and let's see if anyone of you have ever been to this building before. I okay. suspect that someone may have, and if you haven't, then this it's, whole bit is a failure. Can I guess what it is, Russell? Good luck. Is it the local courthouse? Come on. Is that your date? <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> Rob, we were going to talk about those oh, okay. tests and what they've proved or didn't prove about <laughs> whether I'm 99% the father or not. I thought we said we were going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. There are false positives. Aaron, I'm just going to, I'm going to throw this out there. We may have to revamp this completely. I'm going yeah. to a, a haunted cocktail experience coming up at the Gale Mansion. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. No way. And I was wondering... Have any of you ever been to the Gale Mansion before? I, yes, I've been to the Gale Mansion in what, I have not. 2007, August yeah, 24th, what, what 2007. That, what, what event would that have been for, Aaron? I got married at the Gale Mansion. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Aaron, oh. how great of a friend am I that I am going to the Gale Mansion coming up, and when I realized this was the Gale Mansion, I was like, I recognize that name. And then when I looked at it, it was like, oh, I know I've been there before. I have yeah. shooed away homeless people from this That's place during a ceremony <laughs> for true. one of my good friends, Aaron's wedding. You got yes. married at the Gale Mansion. I did get married at the Gale Mansion. I've not been back since. I, I would love to go to an event there. That's, I mean, everyone should try to get to the Gale Mansion once but in their Everyone's life. trying really to Have you ever been to the Gale Mansion or no? <laughs> trying to think if I've been to the Gale Mansion. I don't no. think so. I did do this thing where I tried to sneak into Aaron's wedding dress as an unhoused person, but that didn't work out for some reason. Hmm. Somebody was shooing you somebody away. Was, somebody was shooing me Rudely. away. So how exciting is that, Aaron? I'm going to a haunted cocktail is, reception great. at that the mansion where you awesome. had your nuptials at. Wow, that's Wow, that's that's a real full circle kind of experience, Russell. That's amazing. Russell, I gotta ask, what what is your 
What, how how what, do you find these things? Yeah, what, are you on like some on? email lists? Or are you on some? You know what, Matt? We look for cool things. If you want to come to the haunted cocktail reception, you should come with us. We would have fun. I do not want to go. That's going to be by himself. Yeah, I want to be, yeah. I want to be by myself. <laughs> Yeah. So going to the haunted cocktail reception at the Gale Mansion, and part of the reason I brought that up is because uh, you know a lot of fun, amazing people have been invited to that place over the years, and maybe some people haven't. But cool that's, people should have cool a great people. place for people. Russell, to what are you picturing a haunted cocktail hour looks like? Like, are you dressed in costumes? Oh, Russell, dressed in a costume. I would imagine there's a lot of smoke coming out of places that you wouldn't expect it to come out of, right? Oh yeah, spooky. <laughs> Keep it above board. Hey, Rob, we got a couple weeks and we might have to do a list. I was working on the podcast. Of the scariest songs ever. And I realized we just don't know what song will be number one. What could be number one? Could be anything. In fact, one of the other events I have coming up, I want to see what you guys think of this one. I've told you once before I went and saw The Beatles and Bach by Candlelight, where you went into a church, all Mm -hmm. candles, no lights, and then you had like a... Uh, I don't know, all these fucking fancy instruments playing Beethoven or Bach and the Beatles. Going yeah. to one a couple coming up through, this is Fever Up. I've told you guys about Fever Up before. This is where you oh. find some of these fun things. <laughs> where oh. This is who Russell is sponsored by personally. Next coming up. So I've got Gale Mansion on Friday night for the cocktail reception. Thursday night is Candlelight, a tribute to Amy Winehouse. So it's going to oh, be Amy wow. Winehouse songs. Played by, oh, you know, fancy you instruments by candlelight. How amazing does that sound? That sounds great. I'd be there for that. Mrs. Slick Rick. Russell, if at any of the events, these events, they make you put on a sleep mask again, can you please take another picture and send it to me? Okay. I lived on that picture for a year. That would be dinner in the dark, Rob. Oh. Oh, dinner Robin, if, if, if we ever have dinner that. in the dark at the Gale Mansion, I will be sure to not invite you. Oh, that's so oh, hurtful. God, just daggers in and the so heart. real to me. <laughs> Left and right. Rob, isn't this a music podcast? You know what? It is a music podcast. So we better get to everybody's favorite part where we talk about the album. This is a big night. This is an important night. I want you to declare me a great friend, Matt, tonight because because it's Pearl Jam night. I made sure to skip any mention of the DVD tournament. We will push that out a few weeks because it's Pearl push Jam it night. It's Pearl Jam Appreciate night. Appreciate it. Thank you. I'm going t- to tell you tonight, I did absolutely no research. I actually <laughs> stuck by our credo. Matt agreed to be a nice dude and take over the entire podcast to talk yes. about his favorite band, Pearl Jam. This is it. Yes. I'm so excited. Well, this is going to be really boring for you, Rob. Yes. Not to hear your own voice and talk about it, but no, no, I, you know, it's a, it's a lot of pressure when this comes, and I know why Bryce got absolutely hammered, and was just working his way through the replacements because there's a lot of pressure when it's like your favorite band, and you know that's that's what we're talking about tonight. So we are talking about Ten. It is the debut album by the one and only Pearl Jam, formerly known as Mookie Blaylock, but Mookie Blaylock sued him, so they had to change the name to Pearl Jam. Nobody really knows why they're actually called Pearl Jam. Some people say it's because uh, one of their grandmas was named Pearl and she liked to jam out, but nobody really knows why they're called Pearl Jam to this day. Um, Pearl Jam is made up of currently five official members. There is a six. Boom Gossard from Hawaii is their unofficial organist and is on uh, on tour with oh, them as, as we speak. No. But um, 10... 
was the first album. And really, and I think we talk about this often. It's really, there's two bands that came before Pearl Jam, but Jeff Ammon and Stone Gossard were in a band called Green River mm. that started in 1983. So 19, they've almost been playing 40 years together, Damn. those wow. two, which then uh, they broke up and went on to form Mother Love Bone, which was a very, very kind of underground, up and coming, everybody loved them, um, rock band that was right in line with the, the Sound Gardens and the Nirvanas of the world. But their lead singer, um, I got to remember his name, Andrew Wood, died of a drug overdose in 1990. Mm, so about Jeff this. and Stone were kind of fig trying to figure out, are they going to keep going? What are they going to do? They met up with Mike McCready, who was uh, in a couple other bands out in Seattle. They sent a few demo tapes around to different lead singers. They were trying to find a lead singer. Eddie Vedder at the time was down in San Diego. Uh, it was from Chicago, was in San Diego, and somehow got a hold of some of the demo tapes. Went out surfing, came back, wrote two or three songs in like two days, sent up his lyrics and him singing to the songs. And within a week was up in Seattle and playing with the band uh, known as Mookie Blaylock before they even uh, started going. So all of these songs, half of them were written for like five, six years. Mm. They've been demos. They've been kicked around. And I think we've talked about this before where, you know, the first album by a lot of these bands, they're really, really good. If you've got really good musicians, because they're taking these songs that they've been playing at these little shows and other uh, venues and stuff and kind of bringing it into like a first album, if you will. So um, songs like Alive, Even Flow, um, Once, Black, they were, they've been around for a long time. They just didn't know, we didn't have them what they are now. Mm. So what they did was finally they put together a demo. They wrote 10 to 15 songs, put them in an album, got into the studio, recorded for only like three weeks. Wow. Put it together and then started touring. And it took a while to take off. But we, uh, as Rob would say, let's get into the album. Matt, you had mentioned the one singer who died. That, that was like the Temple of the Dog. We talked once about that Temple of the Dog song. Wasn't that like an homage to that one singer? Or am I wrong on that or not? Yeah, because Soundgarden, so... It goes even deeper. So their drummer right now is Matt fucking Cameron. That's everybody calls him Matt fucking Cameron. But is that in a good way or a bad way? Huh? In a good way. Okay. He, he looks like a, I mean, he looks like an accountant. If you found a picture of him, it's, it's hilarious. He, he's just, he's a, it's like one of those guys who looks completely out of place, but he's sure. just an awesome drummer. He was a drummer for Soundgarden. He was drummer with a bunch of these other bands kind of in the late eighties with these guys. So when mother love bone broke up, these guys knew Soundgarden. So Chris Cornell mm -hmm. and, and Mike and uh, Jeff and, and uh, Stone played a lot of kind of sideshows and kind of made this super group that is known as Temple of the Dog. Sure. Eddie Vedder never was really part of it. So even in, I think it was like 2018, before, right before Chris Cornell died, uh, Temple of the Dog reunited. So it was Matt Cameron who was with Soundgarden. Mm. It was Jeff. It was Stone. And it was Mike and they had uh, Chris Cornell as their lead singer. And they did a six tour set on the all on the West coast. Isn't that just that kind of with, a way without, without Eddie Vedder. So let's get into it once. I, I liked introducing the album like this kind of slow. It kind of leads you into something that you're not, you don't really know what to expect. 
you've never heard this, how like it's kind of a kind of lure you in a little bit. It's like a Where, fish. How, but how long were some of these songs on the charts, right? Because if this came, or was it just that this album was so big that I was still listening to it in high school? This felt like I'm surprised to learn this came out in 1991 because it just feels like this was on MTV for my entire high school years. But am I am I just imagining that because it was so big? Well, songs like, I mean, it didn't really take off till like 1992. So Nirvana and Soundgarden yeah. and all these bands took off. And then, I mean, it's, it's a little different than the rest of them, right? I mean, a lot of these songs are very guitar heavy. Yeah. They are very Super 80s rock hooks, band right. without yeah, like, like the hair metal screaming. I mean, you've got Eddie Vedder's voice who's very deep and, you know, the lyric, it's just weird. It's not all about partying and something. I mean, Jerry. What the hell are these songs about, right? Like I'm half of them. I don't know what they're about. I mean. A lot of them, nobody really knows. And you ask Eddie Vedder, or Ed, people have asked Eddie Vedder, what are they about? And he's like, well, I don't know. You know, it's just how I was feeling on that day. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, just wrote a song. It's like, I could have been walking down to get a cup of coffee. And, you know, some guy, some lady was behind a counter and a, you know. It store, reminds me store. of the replacements. Like, you already mentioned the replacements. It reminds me of the replacements like that. Like, some idea came into somebody's head from any old experience yeah. and they wrote about it. That's like, I mean, that one day Eddie Vedder went. And they said, hey, is everybody from the nursing home on the bus? Did we get everybody from the nursing home on the bus? And he goes, yeah, we got everybody. And the bus driver goes, even Flo? And he was like, wait even a minute. Flo. Uh -huh. Wait a minute. Better check. Did you want me to play these? Uh, do you want me to, how do you want to do these cues, Matt? Do you want to do? Well, I, you know, I don't mind if you just play them while we're talking. I see. Because, okay. I mean, the, the, here's the thing. We'll, we'll get into it. Like, all of these songs, I mean, they're kind of all built the same. They're all slow. They build up. Or they have this really quirky front, and then you get into what everybody likes about them. Or they've got some weird, you know, uh, beginning. I don't, it's, it's, they're just weird. They're not just like a three-minute, here's a brunt, here's a back, three verses and a yeah. couple of chords and go. It's, I mean, everyone's it's, a little different. It, so they don't, they don't feel like your typical commercial hit in the way they're structured, but damn, like when they hit the chorus on some of these, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. I, yep. I can see why they're super popular beyond like a fringe, like grunge audience. Right. Yeah. And, and, and you know, to be fair, they're, they're a live band, you yeah. know, they, I mean, like huh? they are great at writing, in my opinion again, mm. right. They're great at writing songs, the center but falls go ahead. to the floor. Don't a live band. It's a live Rob, band. It's a live band. If you okay. do a fucking live or, or whatever that band was word list on this one tonight. <laughs> All right, I got a list. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest live albums. What a bit. Yeah. Everybody's talking about it. Uh, I will say this. I've never listened to this album. Never. And it, I, mean, I was embarrassed to admit it. But it's such a different album than Synchronicity that we just listened to. It's like the exact opposite almost to me. Yeah. Well put yep. together. Even Flow. So this was probably the first video that everybody saw, and it was a live shot at a concert. Eddie Vedder's jumping off speakers and stuff like that. Yes. So you kind of figure out who they are as a band right. from there. They have played this 903 times in concert. Wow. 903. So it's their most popular song. It's been around forever and the one that they played the most in concert. I got to admit, if I went to a Pearl Jam concert and I didn't hear this, I'd be like, I, I don't know though, Rob. I mean, Matt, Matt's been to way more live. He's been to all their live shows. I bet they've got enough huge hits. Where I think if you missed one, I don't know if you'd miss it, Matt. What do you like? They've got so many great songs that I don't know if you'd miss one like that. There is a lot of 
super fans like me, I think, who go to these shows knowing that they've got, I don't know what they've got now, like 12, 13 albums expanding from 1991 until their last one came out in 2021, right? You know, two weeks before COVID hit, I was supposed to be in Nashville watching their new album uh, songs from there. So the, the amount, and they don't just play the same song every night. You know, so you go to set list. I, you know, we talk about this. I always go to set list just to see when bands start or whatever. Yeah. And you can see the Sick. bands that play alive once Jeremy, you know, and they play it in that order every night. And they're one of those bands that doesn't do that. Mm. And so they've got, they say they've got like 600 and some songs that they can play live. I've got this list here and I think it's, it's over 290 songs that they've record, you know, somebody has wrote down that they played live before. And so they've, they never, it's never the same concert. It's never. So the, I don't know if you would really miss it, but if you're, if you're just a casual fan or, you know, a couple of the albums, you're like, Hey, I'm going to go see a grunge band from the nineties when I was in high school and stuff like that. I think you would be disappointed sure. not to hear it. You know, I went August 31st. It was the first night of the St. Paul leg. You know, they played four songs off their new album and I was pumped and I was probably the one of 10% of the people there, you know, like I've never been to a concert play where I've your been new excited stuff. to hear what? the new album, right? Like you never, you always just want to hear them play the hits. Everybody, okay, well, there's a couple off our new album, right? But they do and people know them and they love them. And it's just, so that's how I, I, I just, I, it's hard for me to explain because I think I'm just in a different level with them from my knowledge. I, I celebrate their entire collection. <laughs> you know, we use that often kind of a deal. And so I don't know, I'm not, a, I'm not the person to ask. I think if you'd be disappointed because I wouldn't be disappointed if I didn't hear it, but go ahead, Rob. I got to say, you got to give me credit for going that whole time where he's talking about live songs. And I didn't say, I alone love you. I alone, I alone tempt you. I think I should get credit for not making that joke. Hey, Rob, I'm going to give you credit for that. Thank you. Pat That's what keeps me alive. A naval salute. Rob, the next time I'm eating a Godfather's pizza at a gas station, Wait. I'll be thinking of you. Oh, good. But this never- is an amazing song. It, this is just like... Has to be, I mean, again, I've never seen, Aaron, I think you've seen Pearl Jam in concert, but like, yeah, you're, a, you're in a concert, it. they start playing this, how do you, how does the whole world now rock, right? Right. Yeah, it rocks. And everybody sings it, and you know, there's a few points where everybody sings it, but they play, play that one, 839, that's the second most. The next one's Porch, not on the album, but not in the order, but the 640. So they play Even Flow and Alive every concert, basically, or at least, you know, if they're playing a couple nights yeah. in a place, they play those once a night you should go on their wiki and see if russ is taller will make the uh, you can put the wiki on there for the one Robert, play it, it's funny because i think you could be the shortest person on the podcast and i don't think you've ever thought about that either i'm not and i'm gonna continue to not think about that i don't think he is I, I matt i got a, i got a question for you measure like, off you know if i'm not a pearl jam fan i could have a pearl jam favorite song it could be alive it could be jeremy whatever black whatever it is like, do you have, like, when you have your perfect songs, is there a Pearl Jam song on that list? Or is there a ton of them? Or is there one that jumps out to you? There, that, like, there's a I've lot. I've got a favorite or not? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a song, and Rob, I don't know if, I mean, there's a song called In Hiding off of Yield, and Yield came out in 1999. I listened to it throughout college, and, you know, it's probably my favorite song off that. So remember, like, Wish List, the song? Uh, there's a few songs you would know a couple of them off there. Yeah. You know, the song in hiding was, was on there. And I think that's kind of like a quintessential, perfect Pearl jam song, if you will. So, uh, just like, uh, uh, when the, uh, the local gym I had ran out of money, 
Why go? <laughs> Come on. I'm trying. It strikes job. me now how much like Zeppelin they are with the guitar and the drums I, together. They play so yeah. so much the same rhythm. Definitely. So a lot of the Who, a lot of Led Zeppelin, right. a lot of you know Neil Young's huge with them, stuff yeah. like that. So you know you hear a lot of the like late seventies rock that yeah. comes into their. Aaron lexicon. Zeppelin is all I could think about when I listened to this because, right. like I said, yeah. I've had almost no exposure to this, and when I listened, I was like, this is the most album that we've listened I think this is the album that we've listened to that the most reminds me of like 70s classic rock mm-hmm. where it's just but it's it's different but it's just you can just hear it and it's so and I great. didn't know I didn't think that at the time like in the 90s I wouldn't I didn't make that connection Black this oh. is this you know killer. has turned into a this is a great live song you know because they huh? they play this little part and then the drum kicks in and it's Aren't it you? is a moment. When, when you talk about live songs, like I think they're, they're songs that remind me of like, hey, you've been out at the bar with a few of your friends. You've got a sober driver driving you back. There's like four of you in the car, and this song comes on. You all start singing. Like Pearl Jam yeah. has these songs. Yes. And like, you don't know the actual words. You sing along I think Adam Sandler does a pretty good job it's of that. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> Guys, so. I just want to say how proud I am again that you guys were mentioning live music, and I didn't sing the song "Lakini's Juice." Lakini's yeah, Juice. Play, I did but, not sing that. So, so that's how that song started out. But here's kind of how it ends, right? So hit, keep. I've given you a couple. Of, I know you know, and this is a famous line. Does everyone sing along with that? Yeah, but the best is nobody knows the fucking words. You're just making Eddie Vedder type sounds if you're singing with this with your buddies, right? Yeah. I don't know what you know, he's saying. That line is so clear, though. I know somebody will have a beautiful life and maybe the sun in somebody else's sky. That's a, that's a killer line. And yeah, you know, so clear. you've got all these, like, that are 22 to 25-year-olds are writing, right? And right. it's just, I mean, it's it's, a, it's amazing to think some of the lyrics and how timeless they can be. Yeah. Not just from Pearl Jam, but from all, you know, from all, these all these youngsters. Mac, I have yeah. another question. What, like when you were 14 was Pearl Jam your band or did something happen yeah. like did you have a moment like in your 20s where you're like oh this is my band what no what I mean I was like Smashing Pumpkins and Pearl Jam and you know I didn't really Soundgarden wasn't all that popular for me but Smashing Pumpkins and Pearl Jam seemed to be it and then when uh, No Code came out in like 1997 so they have 10 verses uh, there's another one in there Vitalogy you know, Rob's Vitology, yep, which is a double album. That's Ten the versus one with Vitology. The That's the one. Yeah. With you know, the those are all. And then, but and then they kind of take man. a, yeah, they kind of take a break, and then No Code, and then Yield come out in ninety seven, ninety nine, and it's like they kind of jumped away from really being the grunge band to being kind of the band I think of them as of today as just basically a rock band, and you know that's kind of where it really took off for me. And then I saw them with, uh, let's see, Cordell from Apple Valley and. Lafferty from Apple Valley. We drove to Alpine Valley in East Troy, Wisconsin to see him, I think in 1999, the fall oh, of 1999. What a memory. And, you know, to see, again, that's the first time I saw him live because they did not come. Rob, congrats. Good work. Good work, What's Rob. What's that? Thank you. 
You didn't see. I saw him live. Okay. I'm, uh, I wouldn't even you know, say it, the Dolphins cry. I didn't Rob, even say the Dolphins cry. I think they cry. actually played at the Gale Mansion. It's too bad you didn't get invited <laughs> there. Yeah. But they had, the, you know, they famously had the the big dispute with Ticketmaster, right? Where they oh, yeah, just right. didn't tour for a while. Mm-hmm. They just did not, unless they were doing their own thing. And so in kind of the prime high school age of of Pearl Jam, they just really didn't tour all that much. And then they started touring and then they started releasing all their concerts on bootleg very much in, you know, all, uh, all the jam bands, the grateful dead of the world. And they just, they're, they're kind of pioneering and how they've moved from commercialized rock band and away from like the Hades, eighties hair metal stuff into what they are today. They're kind of just so, their own little beast. So man, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you like Pearl Jam? <laughs> Do I like them? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe. I just want to, yeah. I want to point out, listen to the first, the, if you take out, listen to this, you have even flow alive black and then Jeremy literally four yeah. of the first six songs on this album. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Even if you weren't a Pearl Jam fan, that lineup of hits puts this way up on the list. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's almost like a best of, and I know Matt would cringe when I say that, but I that's how no, I not, feel. No, not really. You know, and I think this song, this is the Purple Rain for me, right? Like, I've heard this song so many times, and this is what everybody associates this album with, is Jeremy, to me, uh, you know, I think, because of the video, right? And it's such yeah. a powerful message about a kid going to school and... Mm -hmm. basically all the things that were happening beforehand. But, you know, I just, if I'd never heard Jeremy again, I'd be okay. Or if I got it off of this album, I'd be okay, right? And so, but it's a great song. Everybody knows it. I think the video, Eddie, he looks pretty crazy. He's got his eyes going all over. the shaking the thing and the hair in the face. Yeah, it's pretty pretty weird. They still play, you know. They actually change the lyrics now. You know, instead of mommy and daddy, he says mother and father. And I guess that's because his kids would say mommy and daddy and... And so he oh, just yeah, couldn't say that anymore yeah, because wow. he didn't want to associate that, this song, with wow. what his kids, his daughters would call him. So, but are you saying that he said, don't, uh, don't call me, don't call me, hey, don't call Daddy, me, daughter. Father, yeah. So, Rosie, you brought up Yellow Lead Better. Yeah. Yellow Lead Better was written before this album came out, but was they it really? did not put it on this album. Yellow Lead Better is I not. Know. Yellow Ledbetter is not on any album. It's not okay? on any album it was the right? B side of the Jeremy album, you okay. know, or the single when it came out. Right. And so, but again, it's it's a fan favorite. It ended up started going being on the radio in like 1994. They just they didn't release it ever. Uh-huh. But radio stations just Russell, started it playing it. Russell, how, and how bad does this whip the llama's ass, Russell? For you, it whips, is this a, it whips the llama's ass more than the tea bag I drank last week. Oh God. So famously, there's famously there's no lyrics, right? Like he essentially said, and there there is there's some talk about nonsense on lyrics. We've talked about this before. Yeah, but you know he just used his voice as another instrument, if you will. I fully didn't realize that. What have I been? Yeah. Have I yeah, not I'm, been I'm listening to you guys? Trying to figure out what the, what the words so, are. In honor of Rosie's favorite Pearl Jam song, I thought we'd do a list oh, of the sweet. favorite oh of the God. best songs that were never officially on any album. Oh, I like it. Wow. Like what it. a great idea. You know, here's what I don't get when you guys do lists. 
You know what the list is called, and it makes sense at the end. Like, that's what I don't get how you do that. Because I make a list, and none of it ever works out. And I've done it a lot. It's not like I haven't practiced. I've tried. It never works. It makes sense in my head. Uh, first song, Rob, The Cure, Boys oh, Don't Cry. So good. Oh, great song. No, yep. try, you know, and I don't, I don't do as much research as Russell. He usually has a nice right now, but essentially I'm not, they didn't release this on any yeah. song, but they, they had it. And so then it just became a popular song. And I, was, when I think were, of The Cure, this is top three song. This kind of they, blows my mind and it was blowing my mind with Pearl Jam too, because now everything gets released in a digital file on the internet. Right. Or they get re-released and they got the special song. You but know, back then like somebody that. would have had to get a hold of like what, the seven inch of Jeremy and then play the, and that's what inside? I had to do. I mean, I had the CD yeah. of Jeremy single and then oh, right. below it, they had, and that's what everybody had to do. They had, yeah. you know, that's how they had I'm, to get it. You're sitting wow. there with your, you're sitting there with your single. You're like, Hey, this yeah. is single. You, both sides. Let's go. you play one song, you get off the couch and go change it. You're like, love this song. Mm. And this just, I think is just a phenomenal song and it's by Rihanna. It's called bitch better have my money. Oh yeah. That's okay. a good song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so this song was Not conceived by producer Deputy in his apartment. The simple beat, and he had somebody else who, who wrote the, the chords. But he figured that the only person who could do it would be Rihanna. This was a complete uh, divergence of what Rihanna was doing. She had Towards the Sun and then American Oxygen or something. I don't know, but she had a few others that were just completely not anything like this. So famously, this dude, Deputy... Uh, brought That's this great. to Kanye West, and then yeah, Kanye great. West and Rihanna made it, and it kind of made it their own. Guys, bitch, better have my money. That same thing could happen to this podcast episode. You know what I mean? Like they just bring it to somewhere famous, and then we get famous. Thank you. We're Rihanna now. They could. They could. <laughs> We're well, we've so. talked about it a lot. I'm going against Russell's uh, normal, but I, I just think it's it's again another great story. Uh, hey Jude by the Beatles oh. was written while the White Album was going on, and they just didn't put it on any albums because I don't think I might be butchering the story. And help me out if you guys remember, but you know it was about J uh, John Lennon's son Jules. Jules, you know, but they changed it to Jude. And I think famously, uh, they were hanging out with John's first wife. I think it's Cynthia. You know, and then all of a sudden, John gets with Yoko, and essentially, she's just kicked out of the group. Nobody ever sees her again. And John, you know, kind of felt really bad about just her being ostracized and, and Jules being ostracized. So he wrote the song, and would check in with him and stuff like that. And then, like, eventually, didn't it get put on? Uh, one of their albums, but it was way Might late. Have been on Let it, be, but it was yeah, on like it was the B side, and then got added to later on. But I think Paul actually—did you say that Paul wrote it for John's kid? Paul wrote think, it, which yeah. kind of makes it you know more John's poignant. Kid, yeah. yeah, Matt, you mentioned the White Album. I actually went to a record store. I went to Electric Fetus, that, or, or what's the big one right downtown, Matt? Right at right, yep, right off Twenty Sixth and the huge Franklin. store. Oh you walk God. in there, yep. and you're like, I can't believe yeah. this is a record store, right? I just never west of Thirty Five W and just south of Franklin. There you go. I parked in the I parked in the parking lot right behind it, probably on the west, uh, probably on the west. Because side it's of the not store. clear if you can park in the street there or not. You're like, is this yeah, really? You a street can park in the not? back on the west side of the parking lot on the back side of the Rob. It's probably like first, isn't that first <laughs> over there? Yeah, this is wild. Stevens, no, nope, hey, sorry, Stevens. Can I ask you guys about the dirt at the Metrodome or whatever? <laughs> I would rather talk about that right now. This record store is huge, and I walk in there, and I, I had like two record store. Terrible moments. One, 
I spent the whole time looking, like looking through all these records and not yeah. realizing, oh, these are all new, brand new ones. I don't want a brand new record. I no. want used yeah. records. Get that used hey, stuff. yeah. Yep. Hey, I would, I would be like the song. Take those used records off the shelf and give them to Russ. He wants the used records. He wants old records. Don't give so them. So I new tried ones. to run my system. You guys know I like the dollar record. I like a record on the list. I like the a perverted, perverted record. Yeah. I couldn't run the system. But oh, one record I oh did no. get was I found a copy of a used the what? Beatles White Album. I thought that oh, was pretty cool. Nice. That's a to good, find uh, a used find. White Album at a record store. Is that yeah, is that cool? How much you paid for that bad boy? What's that? Can I ask you how much you paid for that bad boy? It was like. Under $30. Really? Oh, no way. Wow. But here's yeah. the question. I ran into this on a couple other records that I thought about getting. There was a Bob Dylan Highway 61, but it said mono. I don't know enough about mono versus stereo, mm. whether if you get I a mono either. record. What, like, Aaron, you tell me. Is Man. that like a bad move or not? I don't know. I No, I think in, in, on the equipment that we're playing records on, the it, stuff is going to figure itself out. But Robin Matt might have a different thought. I, I just want to say this when we're talking about Mono. Matt, what's his real name again? Bono? Oh, oh, Mono. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. Never mind. Forget it. Forget I said anything. I, I only bought one other album that day. I went through a bunch of stuff. I was one. looking at the, the jazz albums, and I was looking for um, Chip Correa, Chick Correa. Chick Correa, yep. Chick Correa, They had a yeah. Chick Correa section, and I was fiddling through, but there was one song I wanted from Chick Correa, and I looked, I pulled up my phone. I'm like, I'm going to look through my list for Rob to what I sent for Chick Correa. They did not have the song I wanted. I'm not spending money on Chick Correa okay. unless they have my song. The other album I purchased was the greatest U.S. band ever that we had talked about a few weeks ago. Boston. No. Credence? Oh. Credence. I got Credence's yes. greatest hits because we have nice. to are some hits, man. They are Those the greatest US band ever. Where I can't even remember where are they from? Where was that? <laughs> El Cerrito. Oh, Come on. Right. You're trying to I thought they were from that. by El Cerrito. I thought they were like next door. They, they were No, close. they are from El Cerrito. So so I went in there Put and I the came out. Festive. And Matt, the reason I did think of you though, I was there, and this is what I was gonna ask you too about this. They had like an Eddie Vedder solo album. It was like, it just said Vedder. It was clearly yeah. not like a Pearl Jam album. It was an Eddie Vedder album. And so I was curious, like, are you a fan of Eddie Vedder as like when he's doing his own? Does he do his own thing outside of Pearl Jam too or not? Yeah. And he tours outside of Pearl Jam. He, his first kind of foray into it was for the movie. I Am Rosie Sam, right? Out. Huh? Is it I Am Sam or? or in, uh, uh, it was uh, Into Alaska the Wild. Dude. Into the Wild. Oh, he did that whole album. That movie was funny. I laughed my ass <laughs> off at that thing. Damn. <laughs> like where his belt keeps getting tighter. He's got to oh. keep putting new holes in it. That's oh. hilarious, isn't it? And he's like, I want to eat these berries. I know I shouldn't eat these berries, but I'm kind of a survivalist brat. I'm going to eat these berries. Oh, but now yum, he's, yum. he's come out with a couple new other, you know, he comes out with a few solo I songs. I don't care if and Vince Vaughn is my friend. I'm going to eat these berries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he does some tours and you know all these guys have their own bands uh you know stone gossard's actually with god who's the local is a minnesota guy he's in a band replacements guys that we uh, made fun of a few weeks rudy, ago rudy purpage let me rob again for probably the most minnesota guy they're in <laughs> rudy purpage probably number one minnesota guy Paul Bunyan, number one. Arnie Carlson Paul, is way up there, too. Paul Wellstone. <laughs> Paul Wellstone. Also hey. way up there. 
Rest in peace. So Stone Gossard's in a new band recently with with Mason Jennings, who I think he's from Minnesota or plays a lot there, right? Yeah, he's definitely got Minnesota ties. Yeah, he played yeah, in St. So, a lot. You know, so they've been working together since 2014. So all these guys have solos and careers and you know different bands that they also play. All right, last last song. There's there's a ton of them, and I should say, Russell, I did not do uh, like solo songs that were meant for movies or meant for like sure. a TV show or something. Yeah. So like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skyfall by Adele was listed on a, a lot was of the, the websites. Was the Bodyguard on an album, or was it on the Bodyguard uh, album? Not anything that I saw. That well, the Bodyguard, the album. That is an album. The though. and then uh, I think Taylor Swift had one that was in Hunger Games that was mentioned by a oh, ton right. of people. Is there you any? Know. Is there any two people less likely to fall in love in your mind than Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston? Like any time in the movie where they were like, "We love each other," I was like, "There's no way." There's just I still no way. I haven't seen it. I, I've, I've never I seen like, it. Yeah, I know. I need to what? see it. I've never seen it. Hey, what? guys, should we do a bodyguard Robocop double feature? Yes. Does that sound like yeah. something we should do? Instead of our next episode? Oh, yeah. It's so good. There was, I, we should say, there was a lot of websites that listed uh, Party in the USA uh, by Miley okay. Cyrus. That's and a, I thought we could somehow try to fit song. that in so that we would have to show Rosie the. The wrecking ball. That is the number yeah. one piano bar song in the history of the world, right there. Party in the Party US. In the so number good. one. It's the that perfect song. song. All right. The last song, Silver Springs, by oh. written by Stevie Nicks, performed by British so American band Fleetwood Mac. Originally intended for the band's 1977 album Rumors. This got cut from Rumors. You know, God, but became the B-side to the song Go Your Own Way. Matt cut this song. If, yeah. if this were on rumors, it has to be number one. It, exactly. I love Marvin Gaye. If you put this on rumors, it has to be number one. Have, have we talked? Have you guys watched the video of like the live that that song Was where she's staring down Buck Live, Ham? yeah, Santa song. Oh yeah. my god, it's so good. Top five list. Oh, hey, yeah. Matt. Tonight, yeah, top five. That list. was a top five list. Easy. All right. Perfect. Nice work, Matt. Love it, Matt. Next, we're going from the top five to ten. Uh, Only in this podcast would that make any sense. Oceans. This is when I'm, if I'm looking at Wikipedia, this is one of like two songs where Better was one of the writers on this. So does he write a lot of their like later songs, Matt? Because like as not a yeah. Pearl Jam guy, I know them as Eddie Better, but it's clearly it's just not Better's band, right? Well, in on this album, it's not Vetter's band. Yeah. Stone, who's the rhythm guitarist, and then Jeff Amet, who's the bass guitarist. Yeah. It's their band, right? And they're bringing all these people together. Clearly, it's Eddie Vetter's band. You know, later on, everybody knows him as Eddie. Vetter. They're not as popular without his voice. Sure, and all of that. But he ends up writing a lot of the songs, like the lyrics, while the rest of the band does a lot of the musician sure. musical work, if you will. Um, and so they're they're. They were on uh, the uh, Eddie Vedder was on the Smartless podcast maybe like a year or two ago now, and was kind of talking about this whole thing. He said, "Look, it's just we've always been cool with each other, and if you want to do this, do that. You want to do that, great. You know, we'll put some songs on here, Wait put your minute. songs on there. Go do your and own stuff been, by yourself. What? You can, yeah, you can. And that. so it it seems like I don't think you can be a band for thirty years without uh, having a little bit of strife. You know, they've had to go through some drummers, but 
you know, they, they seem to work well together. They seem to have not the egos, uh, with the band stone stone out of all of them kind of gets washed out, but he was the original member of, of the band. And, and so he sings on a few songs and gives Eddie a, a break at a lot of the concerts and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's he, he's, I think for this album, he's kind of muted as his contribution. And I don't know if that's a, writer's credit thing or what's going on, but you know, he's definitely doing a lot of the writing moving forward. Mm. Matt, let's porch that discussion and start this porch discussion with the song porch. What the fuck is this world? You know, I was going to wonder for a band like this, like how do you split money? Like does the lead singer get more money than the bass player? How do you split Not money between band. a band? Well, it all, hold on. Here. Hey Rob, we could have the discussion about us, but you haven't given us any money yet. So that's that's one of those weird starting ones that's great live because the whole the whole crowd knows I what do, it is I remember and they start with that. Yeah. Yeah, let me start with the singing and go. So Russell, a lot of bands, they're all set up with LLCs, right? Oh, and then so oh, in I'm those aware. LLC agreements, they figure out who gets what. Uh-oh. That's why Smashing Pumpkins essentially broke up originally, because uh while they had four members. You know, Billy Corgan was the was doing like everything. He was writing everything and he didn't want to split all that stuff four ways. Mm. And so two of them, the the two guitarists, Darcy, and then I forget the Jimmy Eha, they just basically said, screw you. I'm leaving the drummer. Uh, he's, st- he stuck around, but you know, with Pearl Jam, I, I got to think it's just a five way split. You know, I don't know how they do it, but you know, it's all just, it's in the LLC docs from what I, what I can tell. The, the thing is you hear stories like that about bands like, uh, Smashing Pumpkins and how they broke up. And you realize like, I don't know. It's just like the world is just like, you know, it's just, I mean, sometimes you just think the world is a vampire. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. <laughs> hey, Rob, take your headphones off for a second. Okay. I almost did for real there. Hey, Aaron and, and Matt, we could do yeah. this without Rob. and We could split all the money between us. Three we ways. have to stick together, right? Three ways. We have yeah. to stick Stay together. together. Ooh, um, Don't. Matt bend. and Aaron, you guys can be the funny person and, and do his the His dad's a lawyer. Hey, his dad's a lawyer. He will lean on us. We If we stick together, oh, yes, we can get through this. 8% yeah. bigger cut, you guys? Come on. Oh, yeah. God, can you Worth imagine all the money we would guys, make? Listen, as the head of this podcast, I just got to stick back in and say, listen, union fees are just you losing money. You're actually not getting anything. So let's cool it with the you talk right now on the show. It's really only protecting the bottom 20%. Yeah. We, I mean, we're working together as a family. There's no reason to get like rules and contracts involved. Let's not worry about the better union that some people are trying to form. Okay. Uh, Hey, let's porch that discussion about porch and start our discussion about garden. Ooh, garden discussions. This was this has always been kind of the one downer song. That, like, you can get rid of this, put yellow lead better on, and it's a way better song. Or way better. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. You put you put yellow lead better on there, and it's it's a top five album ever. Like it, it right. could be for bad anyways, but it's unquestionably if you put another absolute smoking hit on it, right? Yeah. Deep. You gotta, have, you gotta have some. Gotta, it's like it's like going to a wrestling match. You gotta have you gotta have a popcorn match. You gotta have to let let people down and then yeah. bring them back up. This sounds so good. His voice. I mean, I, it's just such a unique. He's kind of got voice. a bottom swing there on the drums, whichever drummer this is this time. I wouldn't. 
put it in Bonham's league, but he's kind of swinging the way Bonham does. Mm-hmm. Aaron, am, you am, just am talked over. The gun you just talked Matt, over. Is this your favorite Pearl Jam album or not? Sorry, oh, Rob. I'll be quiet. It's not, but it's you know. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Let Rob talk. I apologize. Rob's gonna Rob. get his jokes off. Rob's mad at me for talking over Sorry. something brilliant he was about to say. I Rob. just fucking forgot what I was gonna say. What were we talking about, <laughs> Matt? Is this when? It, I don't mean to jump the gun, but is this your favorite Pearl Jam album or not? It, it's not. And, I, you know, I think I've kind of discounted it over the last 10, 15 years as not listening to it that much. So bringing it back this week, it's been pretty darn cool to listen to. I think, again, it's like Purple Rain to me. I just, I, I associate Jeremy with it too strongly. And then I, I just, I just got to skip right past it. Just skip past Jeremy, listen to the rest of the album. I, and it's great. I remembered what it was that I forgot. You guys talked over one of the hottest takes I had on this album where I was saying, and this was an actual sentence I said on my music podcast that I run and I, we all kind of work together <laughs> on it. Okay. It's not, it's not about who's getting paid more or less or whatever. The podcast we don't get paid on. Yeah, well, Magic Mike bought a t-shirt and I got no money from it. Hmm. I, you know what? I'm going to get back to you. I'm going to go look at that. But I, I had one of the hottest takes where, on this music podcast where I said, Eddie Vedder has a very unique voice. Okay, and I was hoping, I think, to spark a discussion with that where you guys were like, wow, Rob, Rob's really smart, Rob. And you know what that guy's for this week, guys? Unfortunately, when I said that. I hate to say it, but me pointing out that Eddie Vedder has a unique voice (laughs) makes me a dumb shit. You can just go to release, yeah. I think release is going to be Russell when uh, he finds out the roommate wants to live with him again. They got to get a release. I'd never heard this song until I watched the, the live version of the Wrigley concert, and they played this for someone who was in the front row, and this is an amazing song I never even knew about until the Wrigley concert. This is, uh, Rob, did I did I send you that clip? I, I did send you. Oh, yeah, this is a clip. Oh, this okay, is, yeah, the, this is what I'm talking about. here for this concert. I heard all that stuff also. This sounds extremely corny, and I understand this, but this is about as close to religion as I get these days, is listening to live music and hearing this song when he's going through this was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Matt from Woodbury and I were at Wrigley, and the whole crowd sings it, and it's, I still have, this about the one concert film I still have on my on my phone just to keep listening to it, so... There's an intro at the beginning of this where he yeah. essentially says, hey, the guy who was first in line at this concert and stood out in line in the rain for yep. two days is here, and he's going through some shit, and he wanted to hear Release Me, and I'm going to play this for you now. It, it, it's amazing. Yeah, and, and the guy that was in line was like, the guy that was in line was like, I've That's waited cool. here for days. Yeah, it's really cool. The way people are inspired. But... My partner at home keeps watching TV, and I got to get out of there. It's so goddamn loud. Okay, I'll just wait in this line. I don't even like this band. There's only so much of The Walking Dead you could take over a couple yeah. of weeks, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're stuck in a situation. Oh, my gosh. They got out of a situation. What a huge surprise. Let's get into everybody's favorite part. It's popular. It's patented. It's the rating system. The patented. I don't really want this episode to end. I would like it to continue. system. Matt, Matt, but what are some other good Pearl Jam songs? I don't want to. I don't want this to end yet. Give us some other great songs. We need. Russell, to are you to. saying there's no Pearl Jam Guitar Hero pack? Come on, 
Come on, Russell. I don't think I don't think they would commercialize themselves like that <laughs> oh and take money for it. For You're so right, Russell. I I have a I have a favorite Pearl Jam list, Russell, and I can send it to you. I've also got a a favorite uh, Pearl Jam slow jams that I've been putting together. Uh-huh. Just you know, just, just the slow a, ones. Give us a few. Give us a few Pearl Jam songs that we might not know that we need to check out. Um, there's the one called Smile. Sorry, P- play Smile. I and this is a fan favorite. Uh, Smile, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. I you forgot know, what it band talks we're about doing. Three Crooked Hearts, and that and there's a lot of Pearl Jam fans get Three Crooked Hearts. You know, they got the stick figure. You'll see, you probably would recognize that. But this is a fan favorite. One of my favorites by them. Kicks in. Yeah, I wish you could get it a little. The timing for your kicks. Ooh, I like this. You know what this sounds like is a classic, one of the best American bands of all time. Jacob Dylan. Okay. (laughs) The Wallflowers. 501 on the list. Yes. One of the best. Oh, you're the drum fill there? I heard it. Yeah. Uh, in hiding, if you want to play another one of my favorite, in hiding by Pearl Jam. In hiding, what's the band? Pearl Jam. Okay, let's put Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam with a J. Aaron, how many times have you seen Pearl Jam? Just one time. Some, yeah, just the once. Summer of nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, I the, I remember it because we were we would have been. This is when we were forming a friendship. But I remember right. you went to Pearl Jam. I guess no, it would have been ninety-seven. Yeah, summer ninety-seven. I remember you, you were, before I knew Matt, you were the biggest Pearl Jam fan of yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I owned a couple of, I mean, because I, I owned Vitalogy, and then I bought one of those live on two legs, I think, yeah. Interesting thing about Vitalogy, remember it had like the, the soft cover, it was not like yeah. a normal CD case, it was like, thing, yeah. yeah. Vitalogy. Hey, oh, I'm still alive. Guys, that was Big Pearl Jam, I'm a big fan. I'm a Russell, big, I'm a big I'll, Pearl I'll Jam you, I'll just big read Pearl the list Jam. that I've got on my top 100 of He's just big. the Pearl Jam Go songs I got. Enough so, you, so I can jot them down when I listen back. Yeah. Dissident by Pearl Jam. Oh, Wish love list, that. Rear That's Mirror, a great song. Corduroy, Daughter, Given to Fly, Release, Elderly Woman, Behind the Counter, oh. In a Small Town, I Am Mine, Just Breathe. Rob, you might like that one, Just Breathe. Uh, Light Years. And then, you know, there's a few other, I mean, we've got a few other lists that just have a ton of them on it. Can we so. listen to Dissident? Dis- Pull up we want Dissident to listen to Dissident, too. Russell. Oh, look at, what, what the fuck? Yeah, this the Versus album cover. Okay. Yep. The Sheep. Scroll, scroll forward 30 seconds of this song. Yeah, seems like these, or at least you should like give them more of a listen. No, I noticed it. I noticed at no point did Matt say that Pearl Jam ever played a song backwards and recorded it and then played the video at the beginning of the next part of the concert. But that's pretty, that's maybe pretty my genius, hearing's though. going. That's pretty genius. Hey, and just for just for Joe from uh, Joe from Woodbury, will you pull up? And when we get to the rankings. I know where this album's going to be. This band is going to be way Pull higher. Pull up uh, Wishlet. We might never Pull get up, there. Pull uh, up Wildflowers, Eddie Vedder. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Now we're getting into the derivative bands. So he, Guys. 
the uh, Encore St. Paul right here Turn it up a little This, this is the closing song of the whole thing, man. This, this is the came out to the first song of the amazing. You know, they actually he did a concert with this later where they actually wheeled out Tom Petty's corpse, and everybody cheered because they thought it was him for real, like coming out. But it was. Instead, it was his his evil cousin, the Crypt Keeper, right, Rob? He looks so much like a corpse in real life. It'd be like if your head was a gravestone. I feel like Eddie Vedder kind of has this Dave Grohl thing about where everyone likes him. Is that true, or do people not like Pearl Jam? Like, are there anti-Pearl Jam people or anti-Eddie Vedder people? Like, everyone loves Dave Grohl, right? Well, I'm sure Not anybody that I talk to, Russell. No, not anybody that... Yeah, yeah. Well, I think there are, right? but I mean, like, you know, they do so many. They do so many songs. They're extremely philanthropic. I think they're very genuine because, like, it's one of those things, right? You never want to meet your heroes, kind of thing. And he's not my hero, but I would never want to meet the guy. But then I heard him on the Smartless podcast. Sounds like a very down to earth guy. Seems like the rest of them are. So yeah. I don't know. I, you know, there's got to be people that hate I, Pearl Jam. But can I, can I tell you, man? I went to one concert oh, where the no. band was dissing Pearl Jam the whole time. The band. I just and I couldn't believe who would it. Do with that because who would dis Pearl Jam? I mean, it's they're so they're so great. Okay, I got to learn more about these guys, honestly. And it turns out I was at the uh, 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 Ticketmaster's All Stars Band. Yeah, Ticketmaster, Ticketmaster All Star Band. They're like, they're like, oh, we sell tickets, but the problem is we're not a band. I got an idea. We're going to do the Ticketmaster All-Stars. It's Roy Orbison. It's Jeff from Yellow. It's Tom Petty. Hey, the stack keeper. those fees on there. Buddy Holly. <laughs> Big Bopper. He's in there. It's everybody. All right. Speaking of the day things died, let's get into the rating system. I will remind you about six concerts back in 1991. Red Hot Chili Peppers was the headliner. Nirvana was the first opener. Pearl Jam was the... The very first. The first opener is Pearl Jam. Then went Nirvana. Then went Red Hot Chili Peppers. Can you believe that concert? What a show. That would be incredible. And to think when I was in college, I saw Citizen Kane twice. Citizen Kane Man, who opens for Pearl Jam now when you see him? Uh, Oh, yes, Russell. I love it. So for a while there, until about two years ago. I'm going to keep you up all fucking night. They didn't didn't have any openers. So they would come out at 8 o'clock. And so... Again, pull back the curtain. Most concerts need to be done by 11 o'clock in most metropolitan areas. I don't know why. I think it's just some noise violence. Yeah. Get people well, you, yeah. And you know why. Because you know who's working at those concert venues. Setting those strict rules. Okay? It's a little somebody called the union. So, okay, it's actually pretty bad. Longer concerts. We want longer concerts. Down with the unions. Yeah. So, they, like, when they were playing at Wrigley and that, and those... <laughs> different venues there they'd come out they'd play 38 39 37 40 songs they'd play for like three and a half hours wow. God. And it was awesome so they didn't have an opener they had some group called deep sea diver which was okay it was the first time doing arena you know I, I don't know who they were i listened to them for a little bit when i was there but so they'll have some openers now but they're not like anybody that you would have heard of is this a rolling well-toned 
okay, and I'm much too tired to think of anything funny to go with this. Is this perfect at 160? You know what, Pearl Jam? I was like pale. This, Look at how pale this Rob album is, right is up way too is late. perfect at 160. This is right where we should be. 160, you, me, perfect. Chef's kiss. That would be a rolling well toned. It's perfect right here. Is this a rolling bone? Okay, it should have been higher up on the list. And in fact, there's only one Pearl Jam album on the list. Man, this is it. Yep. That's why I, Vitology was on the old list, but they got they got axed on the new one. And that's why maybe some people had to wow, do songs really? that weren't on this album because it's the only one they really knew that well to sing along to. Okay. Uh, or is this a rolling groan? Oh, I don't even want to say it. It should be a, a lower on the list. Maybe because we're going to do it again. Maybe Matt wants it to fall down the list, so we'll do it again. He loves Pearl Jam that much. Oh. But that would be a rolling groan. It's rolling groan. We should all have to put a thumbs down while we say that. Oh, rolling groan. groan. Guys, like this, if you bro. say that, look at Matt. Look at look at him. Look how sweet his face is. He's a sweet, nice guy. He's a good dad who just wants to be left goddamn alone sometimes. Please don't break his heart by giving this a rolling groan. Okay? Don't do that. Okay? That's the one thing we don't do on this podcast is fight. Okay? And there's not an episode that I've been saving maybe for a rainy day where maybe we could do a big fight. All right. Russell, what do you think? Rolling well-toned, rolling bone, rolling groan. Okay? Pearl Jam. Aaron, what do I love? On, what do I love on, on albums? Yeah. I love commercial love hits. Love the hits. This to commercial me hits. has even flow. Alive, Play Black, the hits. Jeremy. And there's other ones that I know too, but those are like the, to me, if, if you have Winamp, what really whips the llama's yeah. ass, those four Matt songs have to knows. be on my college playlist. If you have those four songs on the album, it's amazing. So for that, it's for sure it's Rolling Bone. It should be higher on the list for one. I would also say like, you guys, we've talked about this before. Part of the idea of the quest was like being exposed to new music and having having like experiences with music and knowing that Matt, this is his band and hearing what he is interested in to me is absolutely like one of the reasons that we're doing this. So to me, this is a Rolling Bone. It should be way higher on the list. I think this is maybe like a top... 25, 30 album. And that's from the hits. It's from all the cool things about it. It's like this band has been around for like 30 plus years and they're still killing it. So to me, it's rolling boned. It needs to be higher on the list. Honestly, let's go back though. We've, we've listened to so many albums over the last eight months. Yeah. This destroys half of them, right? It destroys half of them. This has got to be higher on the list. You know what? Let's just do this real quick. Can let's we go just through see. all of them one by one? Let's go through. Oh, I'm just kidding. You know what, Russell? Why don't you ask Might Aaron. as well. <laughs> ask Aaron. Don't okay. let me ruin this. Here's the deal. Don't, Rob, no, no, uh, no. Don't do is it. This better than, uh, is this better than the replacements? Let it be. Yes, we're all nodding. Yes. Okay, that's good to see that. I mean, is it better than that Pretenders album? 100%. Better than PJ. A bazillion Harvey. percent. Yeah. Okay, is it better than this? What's this album yeah. that would get us almost no downloads of the podcast, Maggot Brain? Yeah, this is a better the, album than the, Maggot Brain. The only one I have sure. a big problem oh, with is come on. the old Portishead one. Portishead is definitely better. Yeah. Well, but if you remember, it's Dummy, which did lead to a lot of pretty good jokes, and you'll never guess about what. Sorry, Aaron. It's your what. Aaron, rolling well-toned, rolling oh. boner, rolling grown. Yeah, this is another one that's so, like, this... 
this is so far outside of rankings because mm. this album just lives in mm-hmm. your in your brain if you grew up in a certain time and place. So uh, I, I think because the songs are songs that I love and know so well, it's got to be a rolling bone. It needs to be higher. All right. We're, we're one away from a perfect score. I hope Matt doesn't give it a rolling <laughs> groan. Matt, what do you think? Rolling well tone, rolling bone, or rolling groan? Pearl Jam 10. I will say, I think I get why they put it here, uh, you know, with Nirvana and all that. And if we kind of look at genres and where everything's at, but obviously I think it's rolling boned and should be much, much higher on the list. Mm, way above maggot brain is what I'm hearing from you. Unfortunately, you guys are get incorrect. In there he's picking, he's, 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 he's army. You guys I, against I hear, each other. I, I hear him. Unfortunately, you guys are incorrect. What? This no, gets what? A, no, this gets a rolling bandwagon. Bandwagon, oh God. I should have listened to these guys in 1992 and hopped right on. This shit rocks. I want to listen to this album again. I was walking around listening to this album. This, like I said, it's the best example of modern rock that I think we've listened to on this list so far. It's so good. I will challenge, I will challenge everybody. I'll challenge you, Rob. Listen to Yield, the album Yield by Pearl Jam. Came out in 1999. My favorite one. Just put that one on when you're walking around someday. And that's kind of the the bridge between the old and the new. And I think, tell me what you think of that sometime on the next few podcasts when you get through it. Just let me know what you think. All right. Now, next up. The next album is a little controversial because it's about them jello pudding pops. Oh, oh wait, no. no, I read the, I read the album wrong. This is an album that will have you saying, sweet, <laughs> Judy Blue Eyes. It's Crosby's. Still, oh no, this is going to be bad. It's Crosby, Still, and Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Uh, no, but the album is also called Crosby, Stills, and Nash. So it's Crosby, Still, and Nash. So really, if you think about it, it's Crosby, Still, and Nash's. If you think of it, that's how you're going to polarize it. Uh, and that's fine. And we'll be fine next week. I'm not worried about it at all. I love these guys. These three. They had uh, Neil Young in there. I think they're wonderful. Oh, it's so good. Sweet Judy Blue Eyes. Listen to the basement recordings of his. It's unbelievable. It's just him on a guitar. Can I say this, Russell? Unless you have something to say. Do you have something to say? What? I I mean, we've kind of shut you out of this episode, Rob. I feel like we should just shut you out of the end. Oh. (gasps) What? Russell, Rob, you shut let me, me out of the end of the episode. Amazing. Give me like the best joke you got. Here's the best joke I've got. Okay, Let's listen. Yeah. Did I tell you this one? It's about smashing pumpkins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they got, no, here's the deal. Do you know uh, how Matt's uh, cafeteria in my trip to Napa Valley, which by the way, was this episode. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Matt's cafeteria in Napa Valley. How does that, uh, how are those two things similar? How is that? It involves analysts. Analysts. Anal- it's time to say analyst. Goodbye. <laughs> hey, babe, I brought you all the way to Napa. I mean, what? 